Northridge High Football Camp, Chapter 10. Vooch had been right. Many of the guys were still scattered around the beach partying when they arrived back to pick up the boat. Meat piled another two six-packs into the bow of the large rowboat. There was more than enough room for the five of them, but Vooch had to turn down the other guys who would have done anything to be able to participate in the hazing of the Revere players. The guys had to work the boat out around the point of the island that extended down about a half a mile. Navigation proved a complicated task, as each of the guys was quickly approaching a drunken level. Once around the point, the lake opened up and appeared larger than they had anticipated. Meat, who had volunteered to do the rowing, aimed the boat toward the few points of light that remained on at the Revere camp. He rowed steadily, keeping the boat balanced and moving along at a good speed. Kirby and Masala playfully wrestled in their seats. Remember, men, when we get closer to the shore, we're going to have to quiet down. We don't know if any of them are still going to be up, and we want this to be a surprise attack, whispered Vooch. They sat silently, listening to the sound of the oars lapping into the water. Vooch reached down and grabbed another brew. He signaled and tossed one to Vinny's waiting hand. So what we gonna do, Voochie? Kirby asked, his voice loudly breaking the silence. Will you shut the fuck up, you stupid shit? Masala remarked. They're gonna hear us. Kirby cupped a hand over his mouth. He released it and spoke in a hushed voice. Oh yeah, sorry. Vooch leaned off his seat and got closer to them, kneeling down on the metal floor of the boat. Yeah, I had an idea. He sat down cross-legged on the floor and took a big, long gulp of his beer. We could just do some of the same shit we did to our soft pals the other night, but we already did that, and they probably do some of that same shit over there anyway. He took another chug, some of the beer spilling down the front of his shirt. He wiped it partially off with his hand. But I figured we should do something original, you know? Something that will make our mark. Something that will make them always remember the camp this year and our senior class, right? The guys all nodded. So anyways, I was thinking, what we gonna do? What can majorly fuck them up? He smiled wide. Well, we got the game the day after tomorrow. It's like the last thing we're gonna do before we leave. Well, think about it. They're playing pretty much sucked this week, right? Like, so the coaches are going to ride them all day tomorrow to get ready for this game. All the guys were quiet, listening to Vooch's every word. Well, I say let's keep them from being able to practice tomorrow. Still silence. Vinny looked at Kirby and Masala. 
Mike shrugged. Can't practice without footballs. Vooch finished off his beer, held up the can in the air, and crushed it. He turned his head and spit over the side. Nope, can't play without footballs, he smiled to himself. Vooch navigated the boat so it would hit the shore a few hundred yards down from the actual beach. Meat pulled the bow up onto the land and waited while the guys stumbled out. Using as much strength as he could muster, given his inebriated state, he hoisted the full front of the rowboat securely onto the grass. Within a few seconds, all were once again relieving themselves. The boat ride over had taken considerable time. Vinny had needed to whiz so badly that he considered letting it go over the side of the boat. He only stopped himself when he remembered that Kirby and Masala had witnessed the soda can incident on the bus, and he decided he would manage to hold it rather than risk the embarrassing comments that they would certainly make. Once the guys had finished their watering chore, Vooch signaled them to huddle. Okay, the deal is, there's a storage hut somewhere out on the edge of the field, just like ours. I remember it from when we played the game over here two years ago. He belched as he gathered his thoughts. Okay, we have no idea what's going to be going on here. Guys might still be up. Guys could be out on the field. Who the fuck knows? He consciously lowered his voice and pulled the huddle in closer. So we gotta stay low to the ground. We gotta keep our eyes peeled. He glanced around. I don't know any way to the field without going by the cabins that are right along the water's edge. So stay cool. No unnecessary sounds. He looked around again. Got it. Everybody nodded. Another belch was heard. They slowly made their way, staying parallel with the shoreline as they approached the camp. Vooch and Vinny, who were feeling their bruise more than the others, stumbled against each other several times. Vinny wiped out face first as he climbed over a fallen tree. Vooch quietly laughed as he worked to get Vinny back on his feet. Once up near the cabins, the guys got down on their hands and knees. The only way that they could guarantee getting by without being seen was to crawl past the front of the cabins right at the shoreline. Unlike the housing over at the Northridge camp, these were more exposed to the outside. The walls consisted mainly of just screens, and the warm weather encouraged the campers to leave the shutters up in the upright position. This made the visibility to the outside very easy. They carefully and quietly made their way past the cabins, passing directly under the windows. The mud was wet as it was within a few feet of the water's edge. Although the interior lights of the cabins were out, voices could be heard in conversation. Vooch signaled for the guys to be especially quiet as they stayed as low to the ground as was possible. Once past the final cabin, Vooch got to his feet and pressed his back up against the sidewall of an outbuilding. His chest heaved in breathless excitement. Vinny came up to the wall next. Jesus, he spoke in a whisper. 
I hope there's gonna be another way we can get back. Kirby came around the corner of the building. I got fucking mud covering my knees and hands, Vucci. His voice raised slightly. Vooch put his finger up against his lips to signal to be quiet. Masala and Meat finally came around to the wall. Meat had managed to cover himself with the wet mud. His face was streaked, giving him the appearance of a soldier prepared for combat. They paused while everyone held their breath. Vooch pointed off in the direction behind the outbuilding. We gotta go over there. I think the field is just on the other side of that group of buildings. We're looking for a storage shed. He began to lead off. Remember, keep your voices down and stay low to the ground. He spun around to lead the way and walked directly into a low-hanging roof beam. He stopped and rubbed his forehead. Yeah, our great leader here, chuckled Vinny. He pushed Vooch's shoulders as he started off in the right direction. The guys worked their way slowly across the expanse of lawn between the buildings. Voices could be heard coming from various parts of the camp, but they did not see anyone out walking around. Vooch had them lead the way off to the far side of the camp by taking them along the water and past the cabins. Once over near the group of buildings that bordered the field, Vooch signaled for another huddle. Okay. This is the edge of the field. He looked around, trying to see in the darkness. Everything beyond just a few feet was invisible. I know the equipment shed was next to the trainer shed, and also was a couple of buildings away from their shower house. He paused and crouched down and pushed his back against the wall of the building. The other guys got into a stooping position so they could continue to hear his whisper. Look. Since I don't really know which direction we should be heading in, I'm going to go over this way and check out what's going on over there. Curb, you head that way and scout around. The rest of you, just hang here, okay? He signaled with his arm for Kirby to move. Vooch nodded to the guys remaining and slid off alongside the wall, feeling with his hands as he made his way. Meat stood back up and leaned firmly against the wall, his eyes closed. Mike Masala stayed down on the ground, his head darting back and forth as he watched each of the guys make their way off into the darkness. Meat, you okay? Vinny got up and stood alongside him against the wall. Yeah, thanks. Meat opened his eyes and smiled. Vinny purposefully lowered his voice even more so that Masala could not hear him. How comes you didn't go swimming with the rest of us? Meat shrugged. I don't know. Maybe I just drank too much, you know? Vinny looked at him and nodded. Go with us next time. Tomorrow, okay? Meat looked at him for a few seconds before replying. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. He turned his head for a moment to check out what was going on. Mike still crouched, watching for either Vooch or Kirby. Neither had returned. Meat turned back to Vinny. So, you and Vucci getting along pretty good, huh? Vinny shrugged. I guess so. Vooch is a cool guy.
Meat looked down at the ground and nodded his head slowly. Yeah, he is. He kicked at the ground with his foot. Some people take a while to get to know him. He's so fucking popular, you know? He being the QB and all. He's lucky, though. Everybody seems to like him once they get to know him. Meat looked up and straightened his back. He's all fun and games, though. Vinny nodded again. It takes some of us a while to get to know you, too. Yeah, well, there's not much to know. Meat got back down on his hands and knees and worked his way up beside Masala. They caught sight of Vooch coming back along the wall slowly, keeping himself pressed tightly against the wood on the side of the building. When Vooch reached them, he waved his arm so they would stand up. He leaned in tightly, swaying right in Vinny's face as he spoke. Yeah, it's this way. I saw it down there just a ways. We gotta go past their shower house, and I heard some guys in there. But we'll be okay if we go around the backside of that building. Then it's just, like, two more buildings down. No problem. He looked around. So where's Curb? He ain't come back yet, said Masala. Well, we can't wait around. He'll find us. Come on. Vooch started to move them back along the wall. Vinny suddenly had to stop for a second. He got a wicked rush of dizziness from the beer. Hold it a second, guys. He leaned his head back on the building. Vooch leaned up against him. Vin, you gonna lose it or what? His breath stunk of beer in Vinny's face. Vinny shook his head. Oh, I just gotta hold it. He blinked his eyes a few times. I got a rush going here, but I ain't gonna puke. He nodded his head. Okay, let's move. Kirby came up alongside them from back where they had waited. Hey, thanks for waiting for me, slugs. Vooch cocked his head, signaling to continue. They silently made their way to the end of the building. Taking turns, they got low to the ground and ran across a section of lawn that was fairly lit up from a combination of some floodlights angled toward the shower house and the bright moon overhead. Once on the other side, Vooch led them in a detour around the back of the shower building. Loud voices could be heard inside, and at least one of the showers was running. Just as Vooch stuck his body out to make a run for the next building, two of the Revere players came around the corner talking and carrying towels. Vooch immediately threw himself back into the darkness, knocking himself hard into Vinny. Stunned, Vinny fell back into the wall, Vooch's elbow coming full force into his left eye. All the guys froze and remained perfectly still until the Revere guys passed, remaining unnoticed in the shadows. Once they heard them inside the shower house, Vooch moved up to check on Vinny. Hey man, I'm really sorry. You okay? Vinny stood holding a hand against his throbbing eye. That fucking hurt, you dickhead. He spoke in an angry low tone. Vooch reached and pulled Vinny's hand away from his eye. Let me see. Vooch leaned in to get a look. 
He could see nothing because it was so dark. Can you see okay? He reached his hand up and gently placed his fingers on Vinny's temple. Vinny swatted his hand away. I'm fine. You ain't gonna see nothing in the dark, you moron. Check it out when we get back to the island. He pushed on Vooch's shoulders. Can we get this over? Vooch stepped back out into the light and made the run across the lawn. Each of the guys followed one at a time. Once over this last expanse of lawn, they only had to pass two smaller sheds before they came up to where Vooch stood. He already had his hand in place looking at the padlock on the door. Meat man, what do you think about this? He cocked his head again to summon Meat up next to him. This ain't no problem. The latch is rusted and just hanging on by a few screws. He placed his powerful hands on the latch, one securing the lock itself, the other pressing against the worn wood of the frame. He pulled. One screw came immediately out. Now only one other screw held the lock in place. Again, he applied hard pressure. Nothing moved. Find a thick stick or a rock or something so I can use it to pry this fucker out. Meat looked at Vooch and waited. Vinny bent down and picked up a stick lying at his feet. Meat, you can't pry a lock open with something so flimsy. He tossed the stick out into the darkness. Meat man, you're wearing boots. Kick the shit out of it. Vooch pointed down at Meat's work boots. Meat moved back a few steps. Bracing himself by holding one arm against the shed, he kicked up at the lock with all his power. His foot slipped hard against the wood, missing its mark and sending Meat falling down onto the ground. Well, not quite that hard, Vooch grinned. Meat angrily got to his feet. This fucker is coming open. He aimed again and slammed the toe of his boot into the latch. The latch and the padlock went flying and landed on the ground at least five feet away. All right, Meat, voiced Vinny. He patted Meat on the back. Vooch smiled. Okay, let's see what we got ourselves here. Curb, you stay out here and watch for any revere pussies wandering around. Vooch opened the shed door and stuck his head inside. Jeez, it's dark. Duh, said Vinny as he leaned in behind him. Well, there's got to be a light switch, right? Vooch fumbled his hand along the wall just inside the door. His hand found the wall switch and he flicked it up. One single dim light bulb in the center of the shed came on. Well... We don't gotta worry about anybody seeing the bright lights go on. Vinny pushed on Vooch's back so he would move into the shed. Taking a step inside, Vinny looked around. You sure you only want to take the footballs, Voochie? We got a lot of shit in here we could rip off. Vinny pointed around the room at the many pads and helmets. They even got tackling bags and stuff. We could leave them without nothing. Vooch stopped and walked over close to Vinny. He reached up and pinched his cheek. And what moving truck are we using to cart all this away? Vinny shrugged. Never mind, he said in a low voice. Duh, 
coach whispered back. He smiled and looked around at the boxes piled along the walls. They'd be in some of the boxes. Don't have to go far looking. Meat pointed to a couple boxes just inside the doorway where he stood. They got them right here. Vooch walked back and quickly scanned them. Okay, we got only two boxes. Must be 75 to 100 footballs in here. He stuck his head out the doorway and called Kirby and Masala in. They're in two boxes. They won't be heavy. Meatman, can you manage one? Vin, you and I on the other here. Curb and Mikey can do watch as we make our way back. He reached down and grabbed one side of the box. Come on, Vin. Vinny bent down and took hold of the other side of the box. Fuji, we can't take these suckers back past the cabins. Do you know any other way to get to the boat? We're going to have to cut pot way across the field here. Then I know what direction we have to go in, but I don't have no idea what we got to go past to get back down to the water. Vooch and Vinny picked up the box and moved it out of the shed. Curb, you and Mikey keep about 20 yards ahead of us. See if you can tell the best way to go once we're back off the field. The group started their trek across the center of the football field. Since the field was in total darkness except for moonlight, carrying the boxes proved difficult and they had to slow down considerably. Halfway across the field, Vinny stopped and put down his side of the box. Vooch, I can get this better if I just carry it myself. You go scout with the other guys. You sure? Vinny nodded. He bent down and hoisted the large box up into his arms. No problem, he said. Vooch moved on ahead and caught up with Kirby and Masala. They had spotted a road which led back down to the beach. Looks like it's used for boat launching. It must go down to the dock area, about 50 yards off from where we landed. You think we can get down past the main part of the cabin unseen? Masala whispered to Vooch. We don't got much choice, do we? Vooch shrugged. He waited a few minutes for Meat and Vinny to catch up with the boxes. Vinny, we're going to have to do this two men to each box. We're going to need that extra ability to run or duck out of the light fast. With two to a box, we can at least have a bit more speed if we have to run. Whatever. Vinny put the box down and waited for Vooch to get back on the other side. Vooch picked up his side, and the group quickly made their way down the service road. Kirby kept watch ahead, signaling them to continue each time he scouted an area. Shortly, they came up against the last building before the beach. We only gotta clear this last lit area, then we're home free boys. Vooch smiled in excitement. Voochie, let me take this myself. Really, I get better leverage if I don't gotta worry about you balancing your side. Vooch nodded. Okay, Vinny. Curb led out into the light with meat right on his heels. Once they had cleared, Masala got low to the ground and passed quickly through the beam of the spotlight. Vooch waited while Vinny took his turn. Once Masala arrived on the other side, Vinny shot out with the box securely in his arms. Just as Vinny reached the center of the road, the two guys who had been up at the shower house came around one of the outbuildings on their way back to their cabin. 
Hey, you! A shout echoed in the darkness. Vinny froze for a split second, then realizing he had been spotted, decided he had to make a dash for the darkness. Hoisting up the box for a bit more security, he ran all out for the bushes where the others waited. The sudden increase in speed caused him to falter on his feet. He tipped the box too much to the right as he dashed for safety. Two footballs toppled out of the top of the box and rolled down the road toward the water. By the time Vinny got off the road, the other guys had made a run for the boat. He kept his speed, the box bouncing in his arms. Behind him, he could hear the shouts increasing. The two guys had caused enough ruckus to begin to alert some of the other campers. Vinny arrived at the boat just as Meat and Kirby were pushing it back off the island. Move it! Come on! Vinny! Masala grabbed hold of the other side of the box from Vinny's arms and helped throw it into the bow of the boat. We gotta get out of here! Hurry! Masala jumped into the boat as the bow came free. Vinny stood in the water, his shoes flooding. Where the fuck is Vooch? He looked around. He was behind me. Where is he? Vinny's voice rose in panic. The level of voices was increasing. Shouts could be heard as a few of the campers began to search for them. They think we went to the boat launch area. We got a minute, maybe, if we're lucky. Meat got the oars into place, ready to pull out in a hurry. Suddenly, two footballs flew into the boat from the air. Each loudly thumped against the metal bottom, one bouncing back up and ricocheting off Meat's arm. They're coming this way! Let's go! Vooch jumped past Vinny and tumbled into the bow. Vinny pushed off from the shallow water, and the boat drifted out. Meat used the oars and spun the boat, pointing it out into the lake. Meatman, stay close to the shore and take us down to the left there. If they think we got into a boat, they're going to expect us to be going straight across the lake. Now just row slowly down the shoreline here. Meat directed the boat as he was told. They moved slowly along, staying within a few yards of the land. The voices began to sound further away. The Revere campers were now shouting for the search to direct up toward the parking lots. They don't know we got a boat. We're home free. Vooch reached back and picked up one of the footballs. He tossed it back to Vinny. Gentlemen, our mission was a success. They tossed the ball back and forth as Meat began to head the rowboat back in the direction of the island. Hey, Curb. Yeah, Vooch. Curb, what don't I have in my hand? A brew, Vooch. Don't you think we should do something about that? 